Welcome to A Glass Box. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm on the women's tennis team here at the University of Oregon. On this podcast, we wanted to create a space where athletes could come and talk about things they don't get to talk about every day. This can range from mental health, to injuries, to social pressures, and really anything that has given them an opportunity to grow. This podcast is edited and produced by Nate Frary. Today's feature athlete is Brendan Schooler, a senior on the University of Oregon football team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we are in the studio. Yes. Okay. So today we have Brendan Schooler. So you go ahead and introduce yourself. What up? My name is, uh, <laughs> is Brendan Schooler. I'm a senior, year, senior here at the University of Oregon, and I am on the football team. All right. Let's take it back to your freshman year. So you're a D1 football player and a starting freshman. And I want to know how big your head is at this point. Well, at this point, it's it's pretty damn big. I mean, <laughs> I probably could have barely fit, be able to walk in that door right there. <laughs> Would have hit it around a couple of times. But yeah, I was uh, I was feeling on cloud nine, just being a true freshman starting at safety, um, really just showing up like two days before, before fall camp started and battling for that spot and ended up slugging it out with this guy and ended up giving me the starting job started the uh the third game of the year and started the rest of the year and had a pretty darn good season i had uh i tied the pac-12 for interceptions um had like 76 tackles as a true freshman so i was balling out like i was doing my thing okay let's let's take it back to that brendan and let's talk more about where you were at back then um it almost feels like you're untouchable like or you can't do anything wrong like because like when you're walking down campus and and people know who you are and like they ask for pictures and stuff and you're in class and people know who you are. Your professors know who you are. I mean, it's just kind of like, it's like, wow, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of cool. Like, I'm like, I'm like a, a big thing here. And, um, it definitely got to me, you know, getting like all the older guys, you know, vibing with me too and taking me out and showing me a good time. And, you know, I was feeling myself yeah. like it was taking you out. Like, you getting into places you shouldn't get into? Yeah, pretty okay, much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would never do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was it was all fun. But yeah, I definitely had a big head looking back at it now. Like I, I look back at it I'm like, what was I doing? Like <laughs> like like that that wasn't me. But I definitely definitely enjoyed myself. More, I wanna know. Well I'm like <laughs> I you would like show up the tutors late. They wouldn't get mad at me, you know. I would, I could, I could, I just swindled my way through stuff. It's just yeah. like, I never really opened up with, oh, I'm the football player. Like, it was only when I needed to, like, only when I didn't get my way at first. You it's played just, the, the football card? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, okay. to get, to get what you want, you gotta, you know, do what play you Play your cards. Yeah. Play it, play, play the ace up your sleeve. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I kind of abused it a little. Yeah. But, all in fun games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I kind of want to, I want to know more about that. I want to know more about how you like felt when you did have a big head, like maybe things you did. Um, but I also want to talk about, I don't feel like you're like that now. I mean, from what I know, I'm pretty like chill guy, mm-hmm. respectful, care about people around you, which you probably were back then too, but maybe it was a little bit different. Yeah. I don't think it was um, quite to this degree. I think uh, I was really kind of like blinded by by that hype and by that clout that I had. And 
I think I, I probably rubbed some people the wrong way for sure. Just, uh, being that old guy who I was. Yeah. So how long did that last for? How long did, did the big head last for? Probably my freshman, definitely sophomore year <laughs> and a little bit of my junior year, most of my junior year actually. So yeah, I mean it was a good year, two two years, two and a half years. Yeah, before, before what? Before I got a rude <laughs> awakening. <laughs> that's that's for sure. All right, go for it. Dive in. What well, woke you up? What woke up Brendan Schooler? Well, what woke me up was I pushed somebody out of my life that I held dear to me. Um, I kind of let my ego and my big head get in the way of what was important. And what was important was this other person in my life. And I put my feelings before theirs. I thought about what would make me happy before theirs. And that pretty much led to them stepping out of my life. And I really have no one else to blame but me. Yeah. Which is the hardest part, but also something that is kind of a blessing in disguise because I had no one else to blame. And so it was all on me. So I had to, I had to be the one to fix it or the one to fix my ways and kind of step back and like reevaluate how I acted like on a daily basis. Yeah. So one of those things where it's like, it sucks that it happened, but it kind of needed to happen to spark a yeah. sort of growth yeah no definitely because like looking back at that freshman sophomore and like most of junior year brendan like i know like i'm like a a, a decent guy <laughs> like i know like i treat people to you know respectful like when <clears throat> needed to but i also didn't when i wanted my way when thing when i wanted to things to happen I didn't really put other people's feelings like, oh, how would this affect somebody based on my actions? Like, you know, like, like the butterfly effect, uh, butterfly effect. Yeah. <laughs> like I did something and it's either going to affect somebody, somebody else in a negative or positive way. And I wasn't thinking like that. Yeah. That untouchable kind of feeling. Yeah, definitely. That I could do no wrong. Yeah. I feel like that's a lesson a lot of people kind of, I think it's something everybody has to learn is like the, the things you do, the things you say do have an effect on the yeah. people around you. No, for sure. And like my parents always preached that to me, yeah. like growing up, like to me and my brother and my sister, you know, like using like the platform that we have as athletes, like people like are always watching Yeah. and people are always like trying to see what you're doing. And it's like, if you're doing something wrong, the whole world's going to know. But if you're doing something right, a few people might know, but it's those few people that matter. Yeah. It's like, who cares what, this person thinks about me because they're not in my circle, but they're going to find out if I did something <laughs> wrong type thing. And so, yeah, I mean, it let's was talk a, more about that situation then. Did, did, how did you see that affect people around you? You know, you lose one person and you think, all right, well, it's just on me. Did it, did it have a rippling effect on anybody else around you or, that you know, um, it definitely had an effect on <clears throat> like our friend group that we both shared. Um, like I had, I have a really solid good group of guy friends that I live with. And then like, obviously on the football team that are like my guys, 
and they were there for me like when I was in the dumps type thing and but I had lost friends from it like I people looked at me differently and I I hate that I hate that like people will look at me in a bad light because I know I'm not that type of guy and what I did was like not cool and the way I was acting was like not right but it's like don't let the past define you like kind of reinvent yourself type thing and that's what I kind of had to go for is when I was at rock bottom when I was you know not wanting to get out of bed to go to football and when I was at football I just wanted to get it over with and go home and lay down and like not do anything or even in class just like could barely pay attention in class just because like I was so upset with myself on how I affected this person negatively and so I kind of made that conscious decision to start from scratch and think hey what are my core values and beliefs like dove back into my religion you know trying to just find something to get me going and it was one of those one of those things where it's like okay you're you're in the dumps no one else is going to get you out but you and so kind of focusing on myself and like focusing on doing the right thing like even if it's something small like walking through a door and seeing someone behind you and waiting for that person holding the door open for it, for them. Or, you know, seeing someone leave trash behind in wherever you are and picking it up and throwing it away just because that's the right thing to do. And if you do those little things right, the big things are going to be way easier to do right because you do all the little things right. And it was one of those where it's like, okay, so what? No one cares that you're upset. Like, obviously, my friends and family cared, but the only person that was going to get me out of it was me. And so that's pretty much what I did. Hmm. So now having been through all that, how, how do you see yourself acting differently? Definitely a lot more humble. That humble, that experience was very humbling to me and, you know, kind of brought me back down to ground zero. Cause you know, before my, like I said, my head was large and I was untouchable and I could do no wrong. And so that really, kind of took the wind out of those sails and I'm glad it did because now I'm on that right path where I'm doing like the little things right like I said and I kind of kind of think before you act type thing and like not being so selfish and self-centered but trying to make someone else's life a little bit better than mine you know yeah and whether that be volunteering like me and a couple guys I got got this thing going where we went and visited the middle school kids out uh, by the Eugene airport and we would just hang out with them at lunch and just play with them at lunch and seeing those those pe- those people's like the kids faces when all we had to do was go play f- three flags up with them at lunch was was great you know and go visit them in class and say what's up and you know ask them how they're doing and just like remind them how important education is and stuff like that is like felt really good to give back to the community and just make someone else's day a little bit better. Because I know if I was in that situation, in that kid's shoes and a football player from a D1 program came and played with us at lunch, like I would be, couldn't wait to tell my parents at yeah. home what happened, well, like guess what got, like happened to me today? Guess who I got to play with? And so it's just like seeing their, their, their smiles. It's kind of just that like, does it for you. yeah, it's just like, yeah. it's just, it's something so little, but it's something so rewarding. And all it took was 30 minutes out of my day yeah. just to make someone's... Is that something you wouldn't do? 
in the like freshman sophomore junior year no like I had no interest in like doing that like because I was just always just so focused on myself and so like just trying to focus on giving back to the community that gives us so much how did you get to that point though like what did you think you just look at yourself in the mirror one day and be like all right it's time to like make a change like how do you how do you go from nothing to like complete awareness of your actions affecting others just seeing firsthand how my actions could affect somebody somebody else and affect their friends and affect their family like i was like okay like i really do hold the power here like and i can either use it like for good or bad and type thing and use my my platform to either be selfish and so self-centered and have that ego of i'm better than you know the average student here or humble myself go out in the community immerse myself into the community and just be like a good person like just do the right thing and i just signed up to go volunteer at the y next week and go Last just day. yeah and just go hang out with those kids and play and play games with them like like on your own you set that up and everything well like it's it's all it's like through the football oh, program okay, okay. like we get we get offered chances to go do that stuff and before I would have never like jump on that. Attention. Like I, as soon as I got that text, I, I hit up one of our player development guys and he's like, yo, like sign me up. I'm, I'm in for this. Yeah. And so it's just being able to like set a good example for these young kids too. Like it's okay to, you know, scoop down to scoop down to yeah. someone else, else's level, even though you think you're hot stuff. Like, no, you're not. You're just, you're just, gifted like athletically yeah just just because these kids aren't doesn't mean they're anything less than you or these students like at the end of the day you got to treat somebody how you want to be treated yeah and i like that was like one of the other things that really hit home with me is like how would i feel if someone treated me the way i treated this person that i hurt like i would be livid i'd be so upset and it was like i i don't i don't want to have ever make somebody feel the way i made this other person feel again like whether it's my mom, my dad, brother, sister, like best friends, or even like the homeless people on the on the corners of the street that, you know, are really, really struggling. Like they're humans at the end of the day and you gotta treat them the same way that you would want them to treat you. So basically this hit you really hard. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes those are like the best lessons, like the ones that best worst lesson yeah. I've probably ever learned. Yeah. And I don't think you're alone. I feel like that's I mean, I don't know because I'm not on the football team. But um, do you see that around the team? Or do you see, like, freshman guys coming in with, with big heads and, you know, thinking they're hot shots? Yeah, I, I definitely do. And it's, and it's, it's nothing like I'm not talking bad about them. Yeah. Because, like, they're, they're, those are my teammates. Those are my guys. But it's hard not to when you're so hyped up. Like, yeah. oh, he's, he's an Oregon command. Like, you, you hear the whispers and, like, you see the tweets and you see all the – you know, the comments on Instagram and stuff. Like it's hard to, it's hard to be humble when you, when you get all that attention and all that love from the coaches on your recruiting trips, like it's hard and I've been in their shoes and I know, I know what it's like, but the sooner like they learn that type of stuff, the sooner they learn that everyone's equal, all you, all you have over them is athletically gifted. Like that's, that's all you have right now over them. Like they got into school just like you did. They go to class just like you. They do homework just like you. Yeah. Like, so the sooner I think they learn that, the sooner they they will be happier. Because if the students treated them how we how how they see them, it wouldn't be cool, right? 
all the athletes would be like, man, they're just looking at me because I'm an athlete. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like they look up to us because we're athletes. So use that platform for something good, not being so selfish. And I think the sooner they learn that, the sooner off they'll be happier. Yeah. But it's like, how do you do that? I mean, you know, you get all this attention, like everything's about you. It's just how do you not let that get to your head? How do you, how can you control that? I mean, I feel like you have to be, or at least have a support team that grounds you so heavily. Yeah. And it's like looking up to the older guys who, who, who do the right thing, like the freshmen on the team who, who look up to the old guys who've been through the ringer, who have seen it all, who have been on a four and eight team and been through three coaching staffs and, you know, uh, just they, we, we, we do the right thing when it's time to do the right thing and the time to do the right thing is all the time. And so just trying to be like that role model for these young bucks is, is something like I've kind of like taken on, especially in the wide receiver room. We got a bunch of like redshirt freshmen, true freshmen and sophomores and juniors playing right now. And so being like almost like the grandpa of the room, because <laughs> I've been here for so long, it's like, I got to set that high standard for those guys to follow because all these guys are going to be, they're going to be ballers. Like these young guys are good. And so I, I tell them that all the time. I tell them, dude, like you, you can be really good here. You just got to keep doing the right thing, man. Just like, don't be showing up to meetings late. Don't be staying up on your phone too late. Like yeah. you can all just put your phone away and, and get your sleep. Cause I promise the sleep is going to catch up to you. If you're staying up till two, one in the morning, every night before practice because you got to almost like treat this as like as your job because it is our job yeah. and that's what I've really been trying to do especially since I've been hurt these past couple games it's just like when we're on the sideline I tell these guys like hey you know even keel like like let's be professionals about this you know this game isn't over and even at practice when after we have our little meeting after practice with the whiteouts you know I'll pull one guy aside each day and you'll tell him hey man keep up the good work you know just keep doing the right thing keep busting your butt and I promise it's going to pay off one day it's going to pay off soon. And so it's just like kind of being that role model for these young guys is something like I've also been trying to do ever since this kind of, this, this incident happened. It's because like I can affect these guys. I can affect their mindset and how they do stuff because they look up to me just because like I'm a leader in the room and I'm older and I've been here. And so like kind of just trying to use that, like I said, that platform to lead by example. You think they respond well to you? Yeah, definitely. If they don't, I'll put them in their place. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool that you were able to find that within yourself mm -hmm. and realize that. And, it's, and I wasn't alone. Like, I reached out to, like, family members. I reached out to, you know, our team pastor, Josh. Like, I reached out to our head coach. Like, I reached out to, like, a lot of older guys that I look up to. Yeah. For, for guidance and advice on, like, how to handle this situation, you know, what to do moving forward and... You know, they just showered me with great advice and I was just like a sponge trying to soak it all up. And that's what kind of like almost kickstarted that, that get out that rut type feeling because I was in that rut for like a solid two weeks. And so once I got like that information from those, those older, those older guys that I look up to almost as father figures, you know, away, away from home was, was like that, that kind of jump start that I needed, you know, cause that's, yeah. that's what you need sometimes is life is someone just like telling you, you got this dude, like just focus on the right things and the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Getting an outside perspective can really help a lot. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about this year, like where your head's at, like where this happened, what, 
this past summer, this past year that you got? Uh, spring term. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how are you going to approach this year? Do you have any, have you thought about that at all? Or? Um, just kind of approach, you know, every day with the same, with the same attitude. Cause you know, there are, there are days where I wake up and like, I really don't feel like, you know, talking to somebody or, you know, having to deal with, with the coaches and stuff, but it's just like, you kind of have to snap yourself out of that. It's like, you kind of have to just talk to yourself. Like, don't listen to yourself, but talk to yourself. Cause yourself's going to tell you, man, I'm tired, man, my yeah. knees hurt, man, my back hurts. Like, don't listen to yourself, talk to yourself. That is such a smart thing. I've never heard that, but I so understand that. Yeah. So it's like kind of just talking to myself every day. It's like, all right, you got to get up and this is what you got to do today. And like, don't let anything else kind of like ruin your day. Like just because 20 to 30 minutes out of your day wasn't what you wanted or wasn't what you pictured exactly it being, doesn't mean the rest of the day has, you're the rest of your day has to be ruined because of it. Like, yeah, those 20 to 30 minutes might suck, but deal with it. Yeah. Deal with it and then move on because you still got, you know, 23 and a half hours in the day to go, to go do something, mm -hmm. to go, to go be that person that you know you can be and go and go and attack every task with the, with a can do attitude. And I, th I know it sounds cheesy as hell, but it's like, it's so true. And like, once you start looking at life that way, it really like, I, it really affect, affected my life because once I started attacking with, Oh, I can do instead of, I really don't want to, it made the hard things that used to be hard, really easy to do yeah. now. Like waking up early isn't terrible anymore because I can wake up early and I can go do this. And with this foot injury I've had, it's like those were some really tough days where I really didn't want to go do treatment where treatment was, was kicking my butt and I just wanted to just go watch practice. But, you know, I can get through this and I will get through this type thing. And now I've re recovered faster than they would have, than they, than they predicted. And now I'm going to be back even sooner. And so, Exciting. yeah. And so it's like attacking each day with I can and just talk to yourself. Don't listen. It's really helped me as well. Did you, did somebody say that? They're like, is that a saying or did you just come up with, did you just figure that out by yourself? No, I definitely, like one of our coaches before, before meeting said it and I kind of looked back to what happened and what these older guys told me and the whole situation, I kind of looked back on it. I remember I was just driving one day and I didn't have any music playing. I was just driving back home and I was just talking with myself about everything because like sometimes you just need to do that. And those words kind of resonated with me. And ever since I heard those words, I've kind of used that motto as my way to start each day because <laughs> there are days where like, I really, I just want to hit snooze a hundred times on my phone. Feel that? Yeah. I think every college kid does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit snooze a hundred times and just be like, peace. I'm just sleeping today. <laughs> peace Cancel world. Like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing this today, yeah. but just list, just not listening and talking to yourself. I think, and hearing that was. What are some of the things that you were telling yourself? I don't want to go 
be around people today. I just want to be by myself or I don't want to get up and go get treatment because I'm tired. No, that was you listening to yourself. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what were you like telling yourself? You get to go do this today. Okay. You can go do yeah. this today. You will go do this today. And whether it'd be like the smallest task of waking up yeah, or a big task, like getting my butt in the treatment room <laughs> and having the trainers kick my butt to get me back sooner. It's like, cause they're here to help you. So use them. Yeah. And so that, and so that's what I kind of did and do this whole injury thing. And now I kind of am starting to use that in my daily life type thing now. And so it became a me thing, focusing on me to get myself better to now applying it to daily life and hopefully influencing these young kids to do that as well. Because you can see it in their eyes when they're sleepy and when they're, when they're not yeah. awake in the mornings because they're just young and restless probably at night and not doing, and not doing the right thing, like going to bed early. And so kind of just instilling that into them, I think, is going to pay dividends for them in the long run. That's great that you're able to do that. I think that's, I, I don't think that's easy no, to be able not. to tell yourself. <laughs> it's almost like, like it's not you. It's like another you yeah. in front of you that's telling yourself. It's like the man in the mirror. That's yeah. what it is. Literally, yeah. the man in the mirror. Yep. You're telling that person this is what you can do, this is what you will do, and we're going to do it together Yep. rather than just letting your the voices in your head kind of mm-hmm. stop you. Exactly. Okay. Well, I thought that was a good conversation. It was. Don't, um, is there anything else that you want to say or finish with? Or I love you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, I think I got it all. Got it all off my chest. Nice. Well, thank you for coming and talking. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Glass Box. If you want to stay updated on our podcast and what the athletes are doing, head over to our social media at A Glass Box on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.